Welcome to the Swipe Right Effect podcast, where we will be sharing with you the power to get unstuck by swiping right on yourself. Your host, author CK Collins, aka Kelly, gets personal with her guests, sharing stories of themselves getting unstuck with wisdom and guidance. Where do you feel stuck? Are you waiting to get your new life started after a big change? You've come to the right place. Kelly's book is available on Amazon and through your local bookstores. Look for the Swipe Right Effect, the power to get unstuck. Kelly's interviews with 10 friends from around the world unlock powerful truths to getting your new life started. So with that said, welcome to the Swipe Right Effect podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Kelly C.K. Collins, and I want to welcome you back to the Swipe Right Effect, the power to get unstuck. Today is part two, day two of the five-day self-care challenge. And I'm really excited about the response I'm getting, um, the number of people who signed up, and just the reactions to uh, day one. Um, All of this kind of came from a program that I created called Momentum Revolution, where we work on the heart, mind, body, soul, and relationships. And we create small habits that um, lead to meaningful change, to big change. And so um, it's just really been on my heart and I wanted to share that with everybody. So I created a challenge. (laughs) So yesterday we worked on the, the heart and I challenged everyone for 24 hours to Um, Every time you look in the mirror and or see yourself in a window or a reflection in your car um, that you look at yourself and say, you are enough or I love you or you're awesome, (laughs) whatever it is, you know, and if you're just hearing this, then you get to do it the next 24 hours. But that's what we worked on yesterday. And what this is, I mean, some people call it a self-love mantra, and that's certainly what I called it in my book, The Swipe Right Effect, The Power to Get Unstuck. So that's what I called it in my book. And I I wanted to move to something a little more um, physical, something that related to your surroundings and... um, so in my in my book and, and in my workbook, I I tell the reader to create a workshop. And this came from um, my friend in the book that I interview. And she has this wonderful office and this gorgeous home on land with a pond. And I mean, it's just a really homey home. Um, and in her office, She has a beautiful desk and a beautiful chair, and that's where she works. But over in front of the fireplace, she has a rocking chair, and she has um, a stack of books there that are really important to her, very special to her. She has her Bible. She has her the book, a copy of The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, and, and whatever else she might be delving into and learning at that time. So she'll turn that fire on and she'll put a blanket over her lap and she will sit there and read and pray and meditate. And so that was one of the lessons from my book is 
we all need a workshop like that. And my wonderful friend, Karen, um, she calls her play, her special place a nest. And she's made a special arrangement in her room, like where she puts all her special things, maybe some rocks and feathers and things she's found along the trail or gifts that have been given to her. She um, she loves when she travels to Europe, how they have the little electric tea kettles. And so she put one in her room with little tea bags and a cup and she created her nest in her bedroom. And that's her special place, her sacred place. And it's something that nobody really enters. Another way to look at it is by defining a workshop or a nest for yourself, um, you can identify that as your quiet time, your quiet zone. So if you were to um, get into a study like the five-day challenge, you want a place to go to be safe and, and have everybody else in the house recognize that you are doing your work, that I am in my nest and this is when mom or wife or roommate gets to have the 15 minutes or the one hour to work on whatever is enriching your soul. So that's what we're doing today as we're talking about developing your own workshop. I heard a story the other day. I was in a, my own workshop <laughs> with my coach and um, he was telling a story about um, one of his clients who worked from home. And so, the, you know, in the summer, the kids are around and the dog's running through the room and he's on a Zoom meeting and all this action is going on very distractedly behind him. So he kind of developed a signature hat and a baseball cap. And my brother-in-law actually did the same thing, but for different reasons. But it was his signal to his family that he was at work and that he was focused and that he could not be interrupted. So the children and the wife, probably not the dog, but everybody knew when he had his baseball cap on, he was in work mode and needed to not be disturbed. He created his own safety zone, his own workshop with a hat. <laughs> I think that's so awesome. So I wanted to just give you a few ideas about how you can create your own safe place because to revol revolutionize your routine with small habits, you really need to um, make it a physical, a mental, and an emotional habit. So like yesterday, when I'm saying you look in the mirror and you say you are enough to yourself, that's that's physical. You're standing in front of a mirror. It's a, it is emotional, no doubt, for all of us who have self-doubts and body image and all of that. So um, it's physical, it's emotional, but it's also for your for your soul. It's for your heart. And. I think that having a safe place to go is um, also a signal to your body. So you're physically telling your body, 
I sit in, I sit in a white comfy chair that has a footstool. I have a, I have a, um, an Afghan shawl that my mother made me. And I wrap myself up in that when I'm doing my work. And I am constantly reading something new or studying something new because I want to become a better person. I want to become a better coach. I want to be a better mother, a friend, a daughter, sister. I, I'm I'm just in growth mode and I absolutely love it. So that time of growth and um, is an investment in myself. So when I go sit in my white comfy chair, that is a signal to my mind and my soul and my body that I'm here to work. And I, I just, I believe that all of us need that. So can you find a place like in, in your home where you set up a candle, have a special water bottle, your favorite journal and a pen, um, a blanket, um, maybe a cushion to sit on while you're meditating or um, something that you're attached to that someone gave you, um, kind of a talisman, um, a, a rock that somebody gave you. I have a lot of heart-shaped rocks and I love sea glass because I live near the ocean. And so, I mean, soft lighting is also preferable so that you can be in a calm state while you're doing the work. If you wear glasses like I do, it doesn't hurt to have an extra pair of glasses <laughs> sitting there because, you know, we lose our glasses. So once you've kind of put this place together and, and it feels safe and you feel like you have privacy, it begins to be like kind of a home inside of your home. And if you can't have this inside of your home, then consider going and um, getting a room at a library or finding a safe place at a church. Talk to your pastor about it and say, I need a safe place to go. Is there a Sunday school room that's not being used that I can come to during the week? Um, I mean, it's this is a place that has a good energy for you. You know, it's a place to create new energy and excitement about something, but it's also a, a, a place to create a, a a sense of calm energy, like where there's just this steady rhythm to your breathing, a steady, um, relaxed feeling in your pulse. So hopefully this is all making sense, but it I want you to be able to be still and listen to your heart. Be still is something that um, we we hear in the Bible, we hear from Buddha, we hear from um, pretty much every religious leader that ever was in every life coach. You have to learn to be still. So um, one of the things that I would love for you to do, if you take this tip and you go build your safe space or your workshop or your dream shop, um, give it a fun name. I love that idea. And, uh, and I love that Karen calls hers a nest because I just think, especially as a woman and a mother, that makes sense. My little ducklings and my, um, even my pup, you know, I create a nest for the people that I love. So do that for yourself, love yourself. And, um, and then I have 
a challenge for you the first time you really settle into that workshop. I would love for you to write a letter from your 90-year-old self to your current day self, yourself today. And that 90-year-old self should impart wisdom and memories that relate to the five pillars, the heart, the mind, the body, the soul, and relationships. We do this um, in my coaching practice, and it has been revolutionary for some women. Um, One of the things that has most impacted me because I saw the impact on everyone else in the room was one of my clients said, we were at the retreat and people were reading their letter. And she said, her 90-year-old self said to her 42-year-old self, you already have everything you need. You already have everything you need to accomplish what you will accomplish. You already have everything you need. And I just think when things like that come out of you, and you're saying it to yourself, it's so powerful. But I think if you, you know, if you look at the body, how you took care of yourself and you made it to 90 years old and good for you, and how did you do that? Your mind, what kind of continual learner were you? And how did that affect your life and those around you? Your heart. Who did you love? How did you show love to the world? What kind of uh, giver to the community were you? How did you show your heart and give to the world? Body, heart, mind, uh, mind, and soul. Soul is really um, maybe the most important because soul is where your life purpose lays. Did you find your life purpose? What was it? How did it make you feel to live that? So powerful. And relationship is the fifth one. And I want you to um, think about the relationships you have now. You know, maybe you talk about your children and the relationship you have with children between 90 and the age you are now, your spouse. Or if you're single, like I am, maybe you found your person and this is what you went and did together. You went on, you went to Italy, you bought a sailboat, you lived a whole new life. I've I've read it all. And every one of these letters is just so heartening. And, um, And so that is my tip is build yourself a nest, build a safe place, communicate that to your family or your roommates. and teach your dog (laughs) to not come into your nest. Um, That'll be fun, especially if you have a golden retriever. Um, But build that nest. And then in that nest, let the first thing you do be to write a letter from your 90-year-old self to your present day self. And I can't wait to hear what happens. You, You can always email me. But um, if you're looking at this on YouTube, please put in the comments um, what kind of nest you found for yourself and and what it feels like to sit in that nest. And then I would love to hear about your 90-year-old 
letter to your present day self. I sure would love to hear that. And then um, you can always send an email to info at cckollins.co if that sparks something and you want to have a conversation. I would love to do that. So thanks for tuning in to day two of the self-care challenge. And for episode three of season two of the Swipe Right Effect, The Power to Get Unstuck. I so appreciate you tuning in and I wish you all the best and let's power on. Kelly's book is available on Amazon and through your local bookstores. Look for The Swipe Right Effect, The Power to Get Unstuck. Kelly's interviews with 10 friends from around the world unlock powerful truths to getting your new life started 